Welcome to the FPL Blues Podcast. This is going to be a bonus episode focused on the transfer deadline that happened just now today, Tuesday, January 31st. Hello, everyone. I'm John Bucks, half of the FPL Blues Podcast. My pod partner and good friend Brian Chin is relocating and moving his life from San Francisco down to Santa Barbara. So I'm going to do a quick bonus solo pod to ring in the winter transfer window. Let's get into it. Most notable story today, and I'm really happy to announce this as a Chelsea Blues supporter, is that Chelsea absolutely smashed the winter transfer window. They smashed the previous Premier League transfer fee in signing Enzo Fernandez for $121 million. They also signed and probably had the most notable winter transfer window ever, signing players to the tune of $300 million dollars. I mean, under Todd Bowley, they're going absolutely buku crazy. They've spent over $650 million in the two windows since Bowley has taken over. Thank you, Uncle Todd, Moneybags Bowley, for all of your investment in the club and for being a real serious new ownership partner for Stanford Bridge and for the Chelsea Blues fans around the world. They signed nine players in the winter window. Enzo Fernandez, who I mentioned, he's the marquee signing, 121 million fee agreed, and he's going to be on contract until 2031. So that is a massive deal to get the 22-year-old World Cup winner from Benfica to Chelsea immediately. I expect he will be one of the players that slots into the starting 11 almost immediately and will absolutely have a Champions League spot. He could even be FPL relevant, depending on how he looks in Chelsea Blue. Next up, they have Mikalo Mudrik. He's already in the team. He already played for Liverpool. He's seven million in the FPL game. He's one to watch as penalties are now potentially available and up for him to be taking. Another player, notable Jao Felix, signed on loan from Athleti. He's seven point five million in the FPL game. The list goes on and on. There are a lot of notable names: Malo Gusto, Noni Madweki. Benoit Badishile, Didi Fofana, Andre Santos. I mean, it's a crazy list. And that's not even mentioning Nkuku, who we got very late in the last window and who's been injured. So he's unavailable to join the club until the summertime. But Chelsea just doing huge amounts of business, really, really aggressive. And they're really rebuilding the team mid-flight. I mean, it's not so high of a flight right now. They're in 10th position in the Premier League. But I expect the team that we saw in the first half is going to be completely transformed in the second half with all these new signings and the investment in the youth and in the team as a whole. So really exciting there. Doubling down on Chelsea, we should just mention that Reese James, Ben Showell, and Wesley Fofana are all been pictured in practice, and they should be up for a Premier League return in due course. And so I think from an FPL perspective, huge things in store for Chelsea in the second half of the season. I know I already have Keppa in goal, as does Brian. He's a keep for me for the time being. But I also think Reese James and Ben Chilwell specifically, as well as Mudrik, could all have real appeal for FPL managers across the board. I think Graham Potter is going to love some of these new signings in his team. And I think having Enzo in the middle is going to really make a lot of the new pieces shine bright in Chelsea Blue. So very exciting there. Keeping it moving, let's go to other winners of the transfer window. 
starting with Arsenal, our crosstown rivals for us Chelsea fans. Arsenal, you know, they didn't do any marquee major signings, but they did really great pragmatic business addressing depth and players who could fight for starting 11 spots. Specifically, they brought in Trossard from Brighton for $27 million, and they just signed Jorginho. Uh, I think that's a really great piece of business for $12 million. And I think Jorginho could push Partey for starts uh, before the end of the season, and he's definitely a good backup uh, as they need depth in that role. If Partey was out, Arsenal was looking like a totally different team. And since they also sent Lokanga out on loan, uh, huge upgrade for them. To be able to go Partey and then Xhaka and Jorginho, I mean, I think that's a masterful midfield right there for them. And to have real quality backups in Trossard and Jorginho with real Premier League and trophy winning experience in the case of Jorginho. So that's great business if you're a Gunner fan. Lastly, let's shout out Bournemouth. They're going massively under the radar, but I think they've had a really strong window. They did not make many signings as they did not support Scotty Parker when they came into the Premier League, but they've been really busy in the winter window. So I think between Chelsea, Arsenal, and Bournemouth, those are the three winners of the winter transfer window. Moving ahead, let's look at the losers. And I think there are two and they share a city and both teams that are in Liverpool, in Merseyside squads, are having really bad transfer windows and come out of this looking low man on the totem pole. Starting with Liverpool, yes, they got Cody Gakpo early on in the transfer period, but they haven't really landed a midfielder, and that's looking like a position of true desperation right now. Carvalho, Bashicic, those are not guys that you can rely on to make a push for Champions League title or for a top four finish. So really scary scene right now at Anfield, especially since we also found out recently that Kanate is out injured. So they're short in defenders. They're short in the middle of the park. Not great for Liverpool right now. And even worse than the scene at Anfield is the scene at Goodison Park. Everton just fired their manager and Anthony Gordon's out the door, having been a academy product there coming up through the team and requesting loan and even holding out. He wasn't going to training so he could make a move and force a move to Newcastle. So Everton benefit from getting $40 in the door for Anthony Gordon, a player who was not part of their plan, but they're unable to sign any replacement as Connor Gallagher gave them a total cold shoulder, um, did not want to go to Everton to help them with the relegation battle. So Everton's most notable winter transfer news is that they signed a new manager, Sean Dyche. Hopefully for him and for Everton faithful, that will be enough to keep this team up. But real dire straits at Goodison Park right now if you're a Merseyside Blue. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get through the other most notable signings. Back from break, let's start with Hotspurs. Tottenham signed Pedro Porro as a new wingback. I think he's a really exciting signing. $48 million all in. I expect he's going to slot into the starting 11 from day one. And he will replace Matt Doherty and Emerson Royal as pretty much every game week starters. Speaking of Doherty, he's on the way out. He was supposed to have a loan deal to Atletico Madrid. Paperwork got all fussed. And so he's now leaving on a free, on a permanent deal, um, unfortunately, for Spurs. I think they had expectations to collect a fee from Atletico and then 
to increase his value to sell him on in the summer window. That's obviously not going to happen, but they got their guy in Poro. They also got Dan Juma, a potential striker and a really necessary backup in the kind of wing second striker position. Richarlison has been playing well, but he has zero goals in the Premier League. And Hyungman Sung has failed to launch this season. So good signing in Danjuma, not a huge fee. Also, United have invested and improved their squad. They sign Sabitzer on a loan deal following Ericsson going out with injury, and it's going to be a long injury. He's out for three months after a really dirty tackle from Andy Carroll in the cup. So great news for Man United fans. I think Casemiro next to Sabitzer with Bruno Fernandez sitting in front of them. That is a really elite middle three. And I think that's something you can get excited about, not just for the rest of this season, but potentially making Sabitzer a long-term acquisition play in the summer window. So great move by United as well. They get credit for springing into action late on in the window to get this deal closed and across the finish line as it was a true position of need. Lastly, I do want to talk about Kaylor Navas. This is a late deal that happened. He's leaving PSG veteran keeper, and he's going to Nottingham Forest, who have a clear need with Dean Henderson out injured for a number of weeks. Forest have climbed their way up to 13th in the table, and Navas continues their spree of being aggressive to try and stay up and maintain their return to the Premier League. So really like that signing if you're a Forest fan. Let's switch gears. Let's talk about the players notable for FPL purposes that are departing the Premier League, starting with Jao Cancelo. And this was a shocking deal. I think it came together very late on, spurred by the fact that he actually squared up and had an altercation with Pep Guardiola in training. And he had to be separated by a number of city players and staffers. That's what reports are saying. And He's going to Bayern Munich on a loan with an option to buy. Really like that if you're a Bayern Munich supporter. Don't love that if you're a City fan, but you have to trust Pep. He is one of the best to ever do it, class manager. And yes, he plays these crazy mind games and roulette that we hate as FPL managers, but the results speak for themselves if you're a City fan. So trust that Ake, Stones, Rico Lewis are going to be enough to supplant Jao Cancelo uh, in the left back or right back position. Also, Ziyech was supposed to leave on loan to PSG. That's now seriously in doubt. It seems Chelsea fucked around and found out with the paperwork, and that deal might now be off. Really unfortunate for Hakim Ziyech coming off an amazing World Cup, and he's probably going to end up being a forgotten man at Chelsea as they brought in these reinforcements and other younger attacking wingers. So he's going to likely be frozen out. And this is really going to tank his future transfer value. So hate that for Ziyech. Lastly, Doherty, he's going to Atletico Madrid. I think these three players are the ones with FPL or shreds of FPL value, let's say, that are no longer going to have it uh, going forward. Obviously, Cancelo, most notable. All right. We got through our winners. We got through our losers. Let's just lastly touch on Double Game Week 22 is coming up starting on Friday fixtures. Man United play twice, Leeds play twice. That's what you need to know. We've also learned a little bit about Blank Game Week 25. Brian and I will address that in our upcoming episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Give us a follow on social media at FPL Blues Podcast. And we look forward to speaking next time on the podcast. (laughs) 